I play video games. Fortnite. Overwatch. Minecraft. Cool math games. Schoolwork. Watching movies. Watching TV. Mickey Mouse cartoons. Peppa Pig. Social media. FaceTiming. YouTube. Hi everyone. This is the Techno Panic Podcast. What's a podcast? Here's your host, my mom, Kristen Turner, and her friend, Ian O'Bird. Hey everyone, welcome to the Techno Panic Podcast. I am your host, Ian O'Burn. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kristen Turner. Uh, this is a special episode. This is Bring Your Children to Work Day. Uh, so we are joined by several special guests. Uh, I'd like to start off and have Megan and Ryan introduce themselves, uh, explain who they are and what grades they go to. Hi, I am Megan. I am in seventh grade. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm in seventh grade. And by the way, this is Kristen, Ian's co-host, and these are my two children who I've brought to podcast work today. Ian, you have a special guest that I can see through my computer screen right now. Who's sitting with you? So I am joined by my son, Jax. Uh, My daughter, Bridget, is behind us lurking. Uh, playing on an iPad. Uh, so I guess it's apropos. Jax, you want to say hi and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jax and I am in fourth grade. So one of the challenges that we have is that we are all uh, sheltering in place. We are working from home. We're not going out. We're social distancing. How does it feel being quarantined here? Oh, well, it's it's very interesting because we have both our parents working on phone calls and meetings, and we're, we both are also doing our schoolwork during the day, so we're all occupied with something to do for most of the day. After school, it kind of gets a little bit boring, because after you start doing the same thing over and over again, it starts, you start to get a little tired of it. And especially since our parents are working a lot, sometimes when, we're, when we finish our schoolwork early, we have to entertain each other because we don't have parents to really uh, work with because a lot of times they're in meetings and on calls. But we have fun playing together. So, so Ryan, you said that during the day, school is good, I guess. Uh, but then after school, it gets boring. Why does it get boring for you? Because there are only so many things you can do over and over again until you start to get tired of them. So then usually when we get tired of them, Megan and I create something new to do or build something together. Yeah, so right now we've been, I've been doing a lot of um, filming videos for my YouTube channel and uh, Ryan has been uh, playing a lot of sports and basketball, but we have been brainstorming some new ideas of what we're going to do when we get bored of all the things we're doing. Uh, We've been thinking that we want to try and build a Lego city with a bunch of the Legos that we have and the Lego sets because we think that that might be really fun to do. What does school normally look like for you every day? Oh, for me, I usually have specific work from specific teachers. Like some teachers assign work for the week and some teachers assign a lesson for every day. So it really depends on what teachers and what work I'm doing and how much time I get it done in. Like. On the first day of the week on Mondays, that's when teachers usually assign 
new projects to me. So on Mondays, I'm usually working for the longest amount of time. But throughout the week, like on Fridays, I have very little work because I get work that's due in advance, done ahead of time. So that's pretty much my schedule for school. Yeah, we usually get a lot of projects. But for classes like math and history and like English language arts, we get we have something that we have to do every day, but then for the other classes, we usually have a project that is due over a period of time. So how about you, Jax? Are you getting a lot of work from your teachers, like Megan and Ryan are? Yeah, a lot of work. And and what? how do you go about doing your schoolwork every day? My schedule, like, I just wake up in the morning, get ready for school, and then, like, first I do reading, and then I do math, writing, social studies, science. And then after that, I can just finally go out and play because I've been staring at a screen for four or five hours and it really hurts my eyes. And so we have a Chromebook. The schools gave them Chromebooks. So he already has a device to use, which we're lucky. Um, So he has a Chromebook that he uses that the school gave us. And pretty much what is our setup for you? So I usually just work in the dining room. Do you like that setup? Yeah. Having like one space to go to school and do all of your stuff and have your laptop and stuff like that. Do you value that? Yeah. That's kind of nice. I know in our house, Megan and Ryan are kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I Why started do you guys- out um, working in the basement, but then I kept on getting bloody noses and we thought it was because the dry air. So then I moved upstairs to my room and then we thought, well, all the computers and different technology in my room is going to make all the waves not help me not let me sleep at night so then I moved into our playroom where we have our desks so I'm now working in there and I think I'm going to stay here for a little bit three to four times a day from where I'm working so I don't really have a set place I go one room and then I get tired of it so I go to a different room and then I take a break to eat and then I go to a different room so one of the things that we do in our house is in the morning we'll set up a, a schedule and we'll say, okay, like Jack said here at, at eight, at nine o'clock, we start from nine to nine thirty. is this and that. Um, do you all do that? Do you have like a schedule set or is it basically you just do your work and you figure out what structure you want? Well, I think it's really interesting that our school hasn't really set up a schedule for us to do. We can do work whenever we want. So I have social studies eighth period, but I can do that first in the morning when I'm at home. So we don't actually have a schedule and I don't follow a schedule because I don't know how long work is going to take me. So I usually just write down all of my assignments and then I make out a schedule like, oh, I'm going to do Spanish first because I think I can get this done fast and then I can do this one right after. So I usually do that first thing in the morning. I just in the morning analyze all the work I have to do and then I just go at it. It changes basically from day to day. Depends on how much work I have from each class. Now for you, Jax, we, mommy sits down and basically puts your schedule together for you. I don't know if she asked you what order you wanted to do things, but basically your schedule goes around what I'm doing or mommy's doing. So you basically do what we tell you to do. Do you like that? Or would you rather us just say, here's your work, get it done, we'll help you out? People usually just tell me what to do and I'm just like used to it. So 
do you want it that way or would you like a different way? Because we've never asked you that. I feel bad. This podcast, we talk always about asking and having dialogue with you about what you want, but we've never really asked you. What do you prefer? I just liked it that way because like I, if I did my own schedule, then I'd probably be like not doing any work. Okay. Like I just do whatever I want. And then at the end of the day, I'd be like, oh shoot, I need to do this. So then I just rush and get it. And then I'd probably get all the answers wrong and everything. So then that's why I liked other people giving me a schedule. Do you all have a favorite thing about not going to school? Are you happy that you're not going to school? Yeah. I mean, I don't get to see my friend, which kind of stinks. But I get my work done faster, and it's a lot easier work than we get in school. And I can complete it a lot faster, and I don't have to go to school seven hours a day. Instead, I can go for four and a half or five. So that's a better aspect of not going to school. I... I like not going to school because I have a lot more free time to myself. So I usually have dance, taekwondo, a bunch of different activities that take up my afternoon. And I don't have very much free time at home. But now that I'm at home all the time, I have a bunch of free time. And that's really what got me inspired to start working on my YouTube channel again because I had taken a couple of years of not posting anything. So I wanted to start working on that and trying to accomplish some goals with that too. So speaking of YouTube channel, Megan, you're bringing up this idea of using screen time in your leisure to create things. And of course, I've been watching you create all kinds of art videos, as well as the art that goes along with the videos you're posting on YouTube. And, you know, Ryan, I've seen you doing a lot of non-screen time, um, free time, kind of outside playing whenever we can be outside. Jax, I'm wondering for you, you said that the screens start to hurt your eyes from school, so you like going outside to play. I'm wondering what screen time looks like in your house now. Is it any different from what it was before all of this? It was very different before because we always used to have like worksheets and note and like math notebooks and journals that we had to write in. But now you just like do it on a computer, a Chromebook, and all you're doing is just staring at a screen, which isn't really the same as a notebook or a piece of paper or a worksheet. What about outside of school time? So during the day, you're just staring at the screen. We try to break it up so we'll go in the garage and do exercise or take lunch and, you know, unplug. But then I know in the morning you like to wake up and play some Minecraft. In the afternoon or night, we'll watch a TV show or a movie. Do you feel like you're spending more time on screens and looking at screens than you did before? Or is it about the same? I feel like I'm spending more time on screens because it's not like a f- like usually on Fridays before all this we just I it I wasn't on a computer the entire day at the end of the day I could watch a movie and like I could look at a screen but now I'm spending more time looking at screens than looking down at a piece of paper or reading a book because we always read books in um, in my classroom. 
like, would you rather, if you could, would you rather be looking at books and, and worksheets and, and paper as opposed to screen all the time? I would like to do that because you're spending less time on a screen and you're spending less time having your eyes hurt staring at a screen. It's making me think because some of the schools here, I don't know if they do that there, but some of the schools, especially if they're students that don't have access, they you can pick up the work from the school. You can pick up books and worksheets and planners. Um, and maybe that's something we can look into. So Megan and Ryan, how are you feeling about screen time during oh, I this quarantine? We have a lot more screen time because like sometimes at night, like we'll watch a movie, we'll watch a TV show, like even on school nights. And if we were going to school, this would never happen. We would not be allowed to watch TV or have a screens af um, after like seven. We're usually not allowed to have screens, but now I feel like that rule is kind of bending because we've been watching TV and movies as a family sometimes because we just have a lot of extra time and we don't have to wake up as early. So I think it's really increased. We've also been watching like a lot more YouTube and more videos of Megan watches like her art videos and dance videos and I watch sports videos and we've been spending a lot more time on screens doing things that we normally wouldn't do during the week. You just both said that the the rules are bending now because we are social distancing. Why are those rules bending? Why are, you know, your parents, why are Jax's parents and Brady's parents allowing you to watch more videos and watch movies at night? Why are these rules bending? I think it's so we don't get too bored. They don't want to deal with us. <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes, like, We'll ask, like, hey, can we do this? Because, like, it's not a, um, we can't, we don't have to wake up early. We don't need to do anything special tomorrow. Can we do this? And they'll say yes sometimes. So it's basically we're asking to break the rules and they're allowing us to. So it kind of like the rule just kind of like slips away and then it will come back later when we go back to school. I would say also as the parent in this situation that there are still some differences in the screen times that you named that we are doing later in the evening. Like we're watching TV as a family or, you know, and the things I think even like the YouTube stuff, I would say are happening more in that free time afternoon time, but the evening screen time has mostly been about family time and, and watching something together on TV. So when we talked a couple of weeks ago, Ian, about with the doctor about the kinds of screen time that would interrupt sleep, passively watching TV doesn't seem to have as much of an effect as, let's say, playing a video game or doing something on social media. Um, so we've really been kind of thinking about how we as a family can bond in this time and spend more time together. And TV and movies um, are one of those things. We have a goal as a family. What's the goal to watch all of the... All of the Mission Impossibles and all of the James Bonds. Including the originals. So we're, we're going back to the beginning for those. Um, so what is, we talked a little bit about what you all like about staying home at, you know, and not going to school. What are some of the things that you really dislike? What are the things that you miss from going to school? Social interaction, being with your friends, hanging out with your friends, playing with your friends. Yeah. I mean, yesterday we had 
some sort of guy like working outside of our house. I don't know what he was doing, but I saw him and I was like, whoa, it's a person. I was like shocked. I was like, whoa. It was so weird to see another person that isn't in my family. I was like, whoa. Neighbors walking dogs. I'm like, oh, hi. I haven't seen someone in a while. Our neighbors were in their garage putting together a lift to lift the hard top off of Jeep. And my whole family sat outside their garage and just stared at them for an hour and a half watching them do this. I said, this is fascinating. We should put this on YouTube and we should watch it. Um, Jax, I know that it's been hard for you at times to not go to school. What do you miss about not being able to go to school? The one thing that I really, really miss is art class because that's when I can like use my imagination and put it in my pictures. Yes, I miss art class. I, I had it first marking period and then after, no, I, I had second marking period. And after I was like, I wanna go back to art class. Jax, so you should definitely my- check out Megan's YouTube channel cause she's doing all kinds of art ideas. I think after this, Jax is gonna wanna kickstart his website and his YouTube channel up again. We have tons of art supplies in the house. You know, they'll make rainbow loom bracelets. We have art kits, we have science kits. Um, I brought out a little Wacom tablet to hook up to the to the computer so he can do graphic arts, but it doesn't seem like it's the same. Megan, why is art class at school different than it is just doing art at home? I think because I have a lot of different supplies at home. Like I have some special like metallic paints and at school there's watercolors that I don't actually have at home. They have special supplies like printmaking things that I wouldn't be able to experience at home. So when I'm in art class, I try to use supplies that um, I don't necessarily have at home so I can make something that I can't make at home so I can take advantage of all the things that I have available to me. So that's why I like art class a lot. Yeah. And in art class, you get to draw with your friends and do art with your friends and brainstorm together and create things with one another. And at home, you can't really do that unless you do it with a sibling. I'm definitely getting the sense, Ryan, that you miss the social interaction. So I kind of want to wrap up today by thinking about how all of you are using your screens to get some social interaction. So can each of you think of one example of how maybe you've used a device or a screen to connect with somebody else in your life that's not in your house with you? I have been FaceTiming my friends sometimes and like calling them. But another thing that I've been doing is during Zoom calls with my dance class when we have dance class a couple days a week. Um, I like to type in the chat like to my friends. Like I say, hi, how are you doing? Like I'm like, are you getting along with your siblings? What have you been doing in your free time? We just talk in the chat for a little bit. Sometimes we'll unmute ourselves and say like, hi. But I do like doing that with my friends just to say hi to them. I mean, I, Megan and I, we play games with our grandparents over FaceTime, and we play games like Life, and also we had an Easter dinner and brunch with our family through Zoom, and it was really cool because we got to interact with them. Even though they weren't with us, we could still talk to them. Mm-hmm. We got everything fancy. We put on tablecloths. We uh, had a bunch of different foods and desserts, and it was really fun. How about you, Jax? 
I just use, so I have an Xbox upstairs and um, the only friend that I really talk to is my friend Bryce. He sometimes just wants to play Fortnite with me and I'm like, okay, at least that we're, we can actually talk to each other and like socialize with them, but. And I'm, you do some Zoom with your classes and friends and stuff like that. I do Google. Hangouts. You do Google Hangouts. Google Meet. Yeah, yeah, Google Meet with your teacher and stuff like that. How is that? Do you like that or is it not really beneficial? I like it. It's just like sometimes like people sign up for a time on like this Google Docs, but then they just don't come on. So like. Yeah, we had a situation the other day where the teacher said, hey, everybody sign up that would like to meet and socialize with the teacher without. And then a lot of the students ghosted the teacher and Jax was the only one that showed up. And so we said, you're definitely showing up. Uh, he tuned in, it was just him and the teacher and he was like trying to bow out. We said, nope, you're gonna stay there. So Ryan, you've said several times that you want more social interaction and you miss it. Isn't this use of Zoom or video conferencing the same thing? Doesn't it fill the same role? Doesn't it fill that same need? Sort of. But not really, because I mean, if you're in the same room as one of your friends, like, you kind of interact a little bit more and you can do things together. But if you're on a conference, the only thing you can do is really kind of talk to them. And when you're pushed into a conference, you kind of don't really talk as much as you would if you were in a real place with them. I feel like um, when you're with your friends, like when you're like in a play day or like you're at a hangout and um, you can like play games, you can do things together, watch movies. So it's a little different when you're just talking to them and not doing something together. So like me and my friend, we were trying to really interact together. So we both decided to do face masks. So we were kind of doing the same thing and we're trying to get Netflix party to work so we can watch movies with our friends and family. So I feel like that's going to be a lot more different because when you're just talking to someone like not together just through a conference or like a uh, FaceTime it's a little bit more awkward and different. Uh, I really value the chance that we had to listen to all of you. I think that uh, you've been very flexible and very brave as you've been trying to adjust to this. Um, I know that I'm not going to speak for uh, your parents Megan and Ryan but I know that in this house uh, the two sets of parents have been had a hard time adapting to these times um, and it's been a struggle at times. So it's been very heartening to see all of you grow up very quickly. Um, any last words of advice? Are there any things that you know now that you wish you would have known a month ago before we head into this? Buy more chicken nuggets. Get Buy a more dog. chicken nuggets. What was that, Ryan? Get a dog. Get a dog, yeah, a pandemic a dog. puppy. Is there anything that you wish that we did a month ago before we started all this that would have helped out now? No. Nope. nope, that's it. Man of many words. So Ian, good talking to you. Jax, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your perspective. I really enjoyed hearing from you. Megan and Ryan, you too, even though I hear from you a little bit more often. How was your day at work with your parent? It, it wasn't as good as going to Drew because they have good food there. <laughs> Sorry, I'll cook something better tonight then, okay? 
All right, everybody, this is the end of this week's episode of the Techno Panic Podcast, where we are looking at living and learning in an age of screen time. We will talk to you again soon. Thanks, all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Now I can get back to watching my videos. Techno Panic.